so if you're neglecting that your whole life, like hiding your emotions, not telling anyone what happened to you, ignoring all of your trauma or like anything that's ever happened to you before, then eventually you get to this point. And it's like this like really uncomfortable reckoning between body and soul and mind before you pass. But I think I, cause there's so many, like all the shit we eat. Yeah. The processed stuff, especially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think in addition to that, I think it's like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm a little biased just because of the population that I work with. Cause like when you work with veterans, obviously they have a much different, like <laughs> exposure to things than like the, somebody who's not in the military, but like head trauma like, if you think about, like, how much head trauma people experience, or, like, anywhere from, like, the military to sports, like, what kids are playing contact sports now from the time that they're five, right? Like, you can play flag football, like, when you're a little kid. You can play baseball when you're, like, in all those things. Soccer, like, you can experience, sig- sig- I mean, it doesn't even have to be a significant head trauma. Anything, like, minor, you know? Mm-hmm. So that, and, but then like environmentally, like foods, probably half the medications that we're all exposed to for half of our lives that we take not knowing what they're actually doing to our body. Yeah. I know a lot of people, they'll just have Tylenol or Advil, like they're like candies. And I'm like, what the heck? Mm -hmm. What are you guys Mm -hmm. doing? Feel, you got to feel something too sometimes. <laughs> I mean, in my opinion, but... right. And yeah. like the thing is, too, is like, like I got asked the other day. They were like, um, like somebody was like, "Oh, they have a scab. Can we have a treatment for their scab?" And I was like, "What do you mean a treatment for a scab? Like the body, a scab is the yeah. body's way of healing itself. Like it's already got a treatment. It's doing it itself." <laughs> you tell them like we tell Ronan, like this is your body's bandaid. That's what I, I looked at. <laughs> we tell like I just looked at like a group of people, and I was like, if we just let the body do what it's supposed to do it'll yeah, right. it'll work it out the thing is, is it's not yeah. that simple because we fucked up our bodies well yeah like we fucked up the system for so long by participating in this we can't just like let it do like this whole autoimmune thing that lexi and i have been working through mm-hmm. in her like family mm-hmm. like your immune system is brilliant. Your immune system, it, like we've learned, like that your immune system is linked to your spirit and your mind. It's not just protecting your physical body from like a virus. That's not the only purpose of your immune system. However, because of like the way that we like don't address trauma or we don't address our nervous systems or we don't address like the influence of energy on our bodies then we end up like in this dysregulated state where our body can't like heal itself or do what it's supposed to do. Like your immune system is actually fucking attacking your body because it was trained incorrectly because it was trained when you were a small child. And when you were a small child, you were internalizing your external world through the lens of a small child. So you made incorrect assumptions And then those incorrect assumptions turn into rules that govern your entire life. And you don't even know that that's happening. 
And so, like, because we don't attend to any of these things, or, like, we don't, we don't, until recently, like, maybe we're shifting now to see the body as this, like, self-healing organism. But there's, like, a lot of work that has to be done, I think, before you can just let the body do what the body needs to do. I think it's totally possible. I mean, fuck. Well, I mean, in, like, chronic inflammation, I mean, like, from everything, like, like, you're, like, I don't think I knew what my body felt like not being chronically inflamed until we, like, started cutting certain foods out of our diet and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was like, oh, my God, I've just felt, I've just been bloated my entire life. Right. Like, that's exactly 30 what? fucking years. 30 years. I had no idea. But, like, my whole stomach was just like, ah. But, like, they have, <laughs> like, there's, I was just reading, like, an article not even that long ago that they were, came out saying that, like, so, like, they can, like, they attribute, like, cardiovascular disease, like, heart attacks and, like, all these things to, like, high cholesterol levels and plaque buildup and mm-hmm. you know like all these things and then they're like actually yeah maybe that's contributing but it's really all it is is like underlying chronic inflammation mm, everything and you're like oh right everything so like if your blood vessels are inflamed yeah then that's your whole body <laughs> from head to toe and like mm-hmm. inflammation is not, I mean, like, we're talking, like, we were saying, like, food, right, is one way to, like, inflame your body. But inflammation, which is what we always come back to, this is the question I always ask Dee, as we, (laughs) as we start down, like, when I get into, like, a really wild medical channel. Inflammation is the body's response to a problem. Mm -hmm. It increases, like, fluid flow and everything to get all of the resources to the area to try to fix it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And we are constantly, from literally the time we come out of the goddamn womb, traumatizing the fuck out of ourselves uh, from a, the food we eat, the shit we ingest from our phones and the TV shows. I mean, even little kid TV shows are like frightening sometimes. So there's like all these different ways that we're like throwing all this shit at our body and then never learning how to tell our body that we're safe that we're okay, that, like, it's just a TV show and we're not actually experiencing a fucking serial killer in real life. It's, we just choose to watch it for fun for some bizarre reason. <laughs> so, so like, then your immune system, if you start to look at your immune system as protecting all aspects of your being, not just in when you have a cold, then your immune system exists. Your immune system is putting your body into a fucking inflammation state because it's like we are going down the ship's going down we need fluid everywhere we need to get all you know what i mean like we need as much movement of of life-saving materials around here because it's like confused as fuck because we aren't doing our job to regulate it and to inform it that this is just the life we choose to live but then we also stop it from like happening. So like that's your body's response to like an injury or an illness or something, right? Like it's everything is moving to try to fix it. Get an ice pack. And then we're like, right. So we're like, let's, we got to, it hurts or it's, it feels bad or something. So it's like, take Tylenol, take ibuprofen, put something on exactly it, heat, ice, said, right? Like, like, you, like feel it for, like that, that is your body telling you right. something. And like, yes, obviously if you're like, you, you have a fever, stifle. if you have like a, yeah. 
baby and they have a fever of 105. Like there's, there's, you gotta, there's, you know, a balancing act to it, but like Mm -hmm. your body has a fever for a reason. Like it's experiencing something that it's fighting off. That's why. Yeah. And so. But we just mask all the symptoms. We mask all the communication. We're like decrease inflammation, de- everything. Every fucking medication is like reduce inflammation. Well, how about we find out why we're inflamed mm-hmm. before we just try to reduce the inflammation? Because you're not actually addressing why the inflammation happened. You're just trying to get it to go away. And at the same time, inflammation is how your body helps itself. So if you have an injury and you twist your ankle, your ankle starts swelling because your body is rushing resources to the area. That feels uncomfortable to have swelling. So you put ice on it and constrict all of the avenues that your body has to bring its healing powers to that area because you want to be more comfortable in the immediate now moment, which is Mm -hmm. us as a society. Definitely me. And then you're in, then you're literally telling, then you're literally like telling the body, no, don't do what you think you should do to save yourself. I would just like to feel comfortable right now. And we were like, remember what I, remember how I used to react? Like if my neck was, but like (laughs) the dumbest shit. I I cannot even. I need to do all the things to fix this. She would like freak out. Like her neck would get stiff. And she would be like, I need ice and heat and the and neck massage, massage <laughs> thing. And I need you to massage my neck. And I need to stretch. And I got to go to the chiropractor. I'm like, <laughs> it's been five minutes. It has been five minutes since you informed me that you had a muscle pain in your neck. And we've now landed ourselves in the ER. Like, what if we just tried? What if, and like, what That's if we not true. One? That's not true. <laughs> but like, we, we just like throw all of the things at our body to get discomfort to go away Mm -hmm. rather than think about the root cause i mean now what do you do when your neck gets tight d i do some hand mudras and work to do what move the energy through my body quiet now when you're telling the part (laughs) of the story Speak up for the people to hear. What do you do when your neck hurts? Move the energy through my body because it gets stuck in my neck, in my shoulders. Mm -hmm. Do you have to take pain medication anymore? No, I don't. But like, I also feel like that's what we do. But that's like societally, though, that's not, we don't just do that with physical illness. We do that with mental, like, you know what I mean? Like we, we don't sit there like in our really sad, negative emotions and try to like, feel them yeah. all and sort through them right we we right. numb them out or we avoid it or we mm-hmm. well because medicate it with something else and well, and because we aren't given the tools to like it's not really safe either necessarily all the time to sit in all of those emotions if you have no like knowledge True. of how to regulate your system or how to work through it like it's one thing to work through a really tough situation when you have like tools and you view yourself as like an energy body and a soul and a physical body and you're thinking about all these components and how to work through it it's totally plausible to live that way but without any sort of education then you're just like suffering 
blindly and you have no way of knowing how to function because like none of this stuff is taught anywhere you know what i mean unless you are us or in our genre of human and our you know what i mean like paying to learn these things or doing the research yourself but that's why i'm excited about this dementia program because mm -hmm. it's like the baseline level you know what i mean like where we all started out doing this work but in a staff development training like fuck yeah your corporation should be paying for you to learn how to do this and it's gonna yeah. benefit your workplace i was gonna say your corporation is gonna, gonna benefit from it right too. i mean it is a hundred percent gonna benefit your workplace but it is also gonna benefit like humanity as a whole mm -hmm. because it's giving you at least mm -hmm. the very beginning steps of how to operate in this world or of a different way to operate in this world than what we've previously been taught. People may actually want to like work in corporate if there were changes like that too, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> Might be making a lot of assumptions there, but I don't know. How do we get there? We, we really like deviated. Mm -hmm. Oh, she asked, what did you ask? Why do we think, do we, why did we think there's so much we more? Yeah. Dementia the, diagnosis. Yeah. Dementia, like it felt like if, I mean, I, I don't know about the people are living longer situation. I know that that's a stat, but I mean, mm -hmm. all, all the women in my life, like at least my mom's side of the family lived a long, long life and they didn't have issues like this. So I'm like, what is it? Like people in, other countries who live a long life. Do they That's what I was going to say. So you're in your mom's family. Like most of them don't live in they do this live country. Long. They, they live, though they do live here. Well, um, they don't live here. They live like uh, my mom's family is from Mexico. But my grandma that lived here, it was my dad's mom. She lived to 95. So, I mean, she did have some issues but i think uh i think it was mostly contributed she had several strokes and she was on medication like some pretty intense medication so for her I, I think it might more be those things that caused her to have some memory issues but she did live a very long life mm. and Did people really have a shorter lifespan? Like, there's a lot of nonsense about the history of this planet that we've been taught. Yeah. I mean, and then there seem to be a lot of resources now. 700 years. <laughs> One second. I gotta get this thing up there. And then, like, because, like, those, what were we watching? Like, the Sumerian tablets? Where they have, like, the like kings or rulers who were in power for like thousands of years and everyone's like just like it, we've deciphered the tablet this is what it says and then we just like no one extrapolates off that at all but like i think that the human lifespan is different now than it was before but i don't know if it's necessarily longer than it was before mm. i think like human existence on the was it like 365 days or was it 
don't right. know, a week. Not non-existent. I mean, even <laughs> even human exist. Right, yeah. even human existence on the planet. Like how long mm-hmm. humans have been here is like widely debated now. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. With certain people claiming that they're, you know what I mean, that claim that this has been going on here for a lot longer than is taught in typical history classes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's interesting because, I mean, they even have this, like, notion that we only know what they that we what we've been taught or what has been presented to us at any given time and uh with there being like eight almost eight billion people on this planet not everybody has had the opportunity for the same information and then others might have other information that we're not we don't have a privilege to even look at um just based Mm -hmm. on the country that we live in and there's some countries who have a history that dates back way further than we even can begin to wrap our heads around. Right. So who fucking knows? So when you say when you say like I am so pissed we did not record the beginning of this whole thing. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, I'll just start recording the second the We will. I'm, I was just thinking about that. But we say that every time. Right, I know. And we don't it's do it. It's been a minute since we've been on here. I know, it's I been forgot. a really long time. <laughs> but no, so you say, like, do we really live longer now than we used to? So, like, you're extrapolating that statement from, like, ancient history of saying that, like, somebody was a ruler for a thousand years or something like that. So that being... Could say, let's just say the baseline was, was lived. <coughs> Sorry, what for that say? long, like so that being like that, I don't, I mean like would you even call it like a, like human? I guess I don't know because like when I you read a lot of this, like, I mean I probably was there. But I don't remember <laughs> being there. But like when you hear like a lot about this ancient, like these ancient cultures, like who like who were deemed more as like godlike mm-hmm. figures mm-hmm. and so then like were they really like living in like human bodies like oh. we were i'm just i am simply saying that there are a, a wide variety of viewpoints now right mm. on this topic yeah i think and the more this, oh, yeah yeah Sorry. no go ahead alex well, I was going to say, I think there was a recent, someone recently, or I read something recently that said, like, for example, they, I might be butchering this, but the, the pyramids, Egypt, ancient Egypt, for example, that they would build a pyramid for someone as someone's tomb. But some, oftentimes, how do they even know, like, that it was going to be this one person? Because pyramids took so long to create supposedly um that some people died before it was done so where would this person's body be living if the tomb wasn't done yet so how long were they actually living and when do they consider the beginning like was it like i'm conceiving to have a kid and they're gonna be a pharaoh and this is gonna be their name and that happened while that person was alive and they were a child or like 
when was this nominated? Right. <laughs> what, you know, like. Mm-hmm. There's so many things like that when you actually start to like break it all down. You're like, well, wait a second. This doesn't really fucking make sense. <laughs> and so, but even, um, like I've seen theories recently on this conceptualization of like ET involvement on the planet. Hmm. And, um, like the relationship between humans and ET and like why humans are here and humans like potentially being like a a working class or like a slave sort of race. And then ET having done, I do not prescribe to this. I'm just relating something that I read. ET having done genetic messenger modifications on humans to cap their lifespan mm. as a purposeful thing. But right, prior- because how else do you, like... <clears throat> yeah, I don't... Ugh. You're talking There's about a lot the... Ways you can go with this. Cap? That chromosome cap or something like that? Mm-hmm. There was, like, a cap yeah. or something that only shows up in ours. Yeah. To that supposedly it it deteriorates over time, and when that cap is gone, then you start to die. Basically, mm-hmm. is that though to like why do you think that is though? Is that to prevent like overpopulation? Is that to ensure that certain like that cycles die off because like you I don't know, know. It, the whole thing really conflicts with my overall view of like humanity and what it is to be here. Like what feels true to me is that. We incarnate here for a reason and we choose to incarnate here because there's like being on earth is something that is like unique, like universe wide living a human existence on this planet is unique to any other experience you can have. So like you get to incarnate here to experience, do this human life thing to learn things. Like a lot of people say it's like the only um, existence where you can like learn different lessons that you want to learn. So it's like you come here to learn a thing or to transmute something or to work through something as a soul. Right. So if that's the case, then like why also would we would humans be like a slave race to et mm. if we're all independent beings who are choosing to we, we just signed up for work camp <laughs> and then if we did sign up for work camp then why would you need to cap anything or mm. try to control humanity it's interesting yeah so yeah but uh, yeah i don't know i i don't know like so it just it just doesn't like because then, like, how would you have societal shifts if you didn't do that, though? You know what I mean? Like, if you just had the same people living forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And the same people in charge forever and ever and ever and ever. I mean, don't you didn't die eventually. Well, like, we, we were, we were just talking about this. Well, experience other things. Yesterday. Right. Mm-hmm. At work, somebody was like, man, we really need to cap these congressmen and 
senators and like on a national level. Like we need to cap when how, how long about, they can be in there. How about we? And I was like, yeah, yeah, we fucking should because like fucking blow the whole shit up. Not literally. <laughs> I'm not making any threats publicly towards elected <laughs> officials. Jeez. Figuratively. But right, like because like how do you like you don't. Like, because the only way you change anything is by the people who, like, who are coming up the reins to, like, actually. Because otherwise, you're, like, stuck in 1920 and you think, like, you know, you think it's still the Depression and, like. Fuck the individual actual politicians. Like, you want to go back through, like, Joe Biden's family lines? You want to go back through any of their family lines? Like, this isn't just, like, they've been here for their 75 years Mm -hmm. of life. Which is crazy, mind you, that our governmental, the people who rule our country are also in the same population that we started off this conversation about, which is heavily (laughs) fucking true. (laughs) Very true. Right there. Like, the mean age of a long-term care facility is the same as the mean age in Washington. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, these people can't make their own medical decisions, but let's have them balance the budget for the country. Like, I think this is going to work out. You can't have a driver's license, but here's a presidency. Are we balancing the budget, though? Can it be balanced? Is it real? No, it's not. Because you can just make more of it. <sighs> That is also something interesting to think about is like, why? Like, why is that? Like, why? Why do we strip certain citizens who have a certain meet a certain age and treat them a certain way? However, when they're in a position of power of some sort, we treat them entirely different as if they still, I mean, the people that are a certain age that are not in positions of power still have just as much to contribute to society as the ones that are, but we don't treat them that way. Mm-hmm. Not some of those people have way more to contribute than the others. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, and think about the, the, like, the entire structure of the human life cycle, the entire structure of any, of energy, right? Mm-hmm. Is like, Creation, maiden, mother, crone, creation, growth, like death, rebirth. Like it's just this constant cycle. And you can have that entire cycle housed within one place. Like in some cultures where you care for your elders at home, you can have babies born and middle and the grandparents upstairs and the great grandparents upstairs probably reverse because we can't have the old people on top. They need to be on the first floor, but regardless of logistics, you know what I mean? Every day. La family, familia madrigal. You know what I mean? Like that's how that family structure is there for a certain reason, because those elders have so much to teach the, those of us who are young about life. And now in our culture specifically, we have decided that once you reach a certain age, it's better if we lock you inside a mental, excuse me, a medical institution. Wow, that's it's like, wow, <laughs> man, a little slip there. There's another layer of like, you know, how we push so much onto 
maybe let me take a step back. So you know how like um, when we're we're kids, we're going through all the phases, and we think that our parents are just being pests and they're pestering, and then it comes to the point where you're like, they were they had a lot of shit going on. When you're doing the work and you're like really learning about the traumas and the family histories and all that kind of stuff, and you realize they were you're the same age they were when you were trying to that you are now when you were trying to rebel against them and not listen and that you name it. Right. And now that we are that age, you you realize in your own head, like, wait a minute, I don't even have my own shit together. Like, and I was accusing them of not knowing X, Y, and Z. We still don't know. And now we're here. Mm -hmm. So I guess I lost the train of that one, but, um, do do you think that there's also another layer to it that we cram so much into what we're supposed to be doing just because of our the way that we live here in let's say the US that there's this race to use up as much energy as one person could possibly have for whatever purpose that it's supposed to feed into and then by the end of it, you're so wasted and so tired that you're just cast it aside. And that's why we have such a, a large deteriorating elderly body of people. I think that's a beautiful way to phrase it. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, and, and who does that benefit other than capitalism as a whole? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This whole like working your ass off until you're 65. So then you can enjoy life for three years until you get dementia. You know? And so all of your energy and like you said, all of that is used up in this. And would it be if we, if you weren't structuring your life in that way? Probably not. If you slowed down and just existed to exist, if you weren't constantly having to produce something that's deemed worthwhile to the rest of society. If you weren't constantly having to like, I mean, and some people can't even retire at 65. Hell, like, you know what I mean? Like most people can't afford to do that. Like you have to be like in a very skilled position to afford to do that with like degrees behind your name. So you're literally working with 30 years worth of retirement savings. Right your entire life for this for money which is like this bizarre way to try to make energy tangible and then look what's like then look look what happens to like a lot of people when they do finally retire they deteriorate and and right they like get fucking cancer they die of a heart attack like something tragic happens like not just like they got sick and then declined and like it was a slow process. It's like, wham! Well, I mean, yeah. and like, yeah. it's got to be fuck? shocking to your body. Well, right, that's what we were talking about. That's like that stress response, right? Mm-hmm. So like this, like the stress response, like this always used to fascinate me in college when I learned about this. And because it happened to me every single semester. So you're like maxed out, right? You're stressed. You're like on, 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 on all yeah. the time. Your body's like constantly going, 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 going. And then you finally get to the point where you're like, you're done with the finals. And you're like, oh, I'm done. 
and then you get sick. <laughs> and like, and it's like a physical, it's like an actual thing in your body that those stress hormones keep your body able to function in that fight or flight, in that constant like going mode to protect it. And then the minute like all of those hormones and all of that drops off, like it's like whatever was inside your body that like had been being fought off or like if you got some sort of viral illness that just was kind of sitting there waiting to waiting for its chance. And then all of a sudden you're like, bam, because your body's like, oh, I can relax now. Yeah. And then all your defense is lower and then you're sick. Perfect. And so like it should do that for. 30 40 50 years straight i mean even before that though like school is super fun at least for some of us was super fucking straight you know what i mean like you have to get a grade and you have to do this and you have to get into this group of people you have to get into this college you have to you know what i mean like it's just there's this test and this test and this test and you have to prove yourself over and over and over again to a bunch of people who don't fucking matter but the whole system is designed to keep you in that stress stress space and like fucking talk about a cause for dementia you know what i mean like you're you're living in a constant state of over involved stress hormones like that's not good for your body Mm -hmm. well i mean just think about what happens even like in a one single day when you're like maxed out and stressed like you forget things like you're like you can't like keep track of things you can't Mm -hmm. Executive functioning diminishes. Yeah. There you go. Thank you for thank you for that phrase. I mean, and that's that's scientifically proven. What that's Western science scientifically proven. There are studies, <laughs> peer reviewed, all the good things kind of studies out there that will tell peer you reviewed. that your executive functioning diminishes with the control yes. I know that. I mean, like learning to slow down or know when you have those signs, like when you're like forgetting something or dropping something all the time. Take a deep breath, calm down, because that's when your functions are malfunctioning. Um, and usually, like, you could snap out of it because you caught, you brought yourself down. You're like, okay, wait a minute. Why is this happening? I have to, like, relook at what I'm doing. Am I stressed out? Ask yourself those questions. Um, and I'm sure you'll start remembering again. Backtrack right. your uh, steps. Like... I've even been, I've been kind of talking about it this week with Lexi because like this week for us has been fast paced, we'll say. Like we were traveling for a week out of town and then we got back and we've had like a house is selling and all of those things are falling into place. We launched this program this week and like finalized all of the writing of it. And so we, we've got house inspection, you know, like just all of these we're logistics. We're building our other house. Oh, yeah, we're starting to build the tiny house because now we sold the house. So like, yeah, a new place to live. So there's all of these moving pieces, mm-hmm. which I've recognized previously, this would have like had me in a whole other level of anxiety. So that's mm-hmm. been an interesting observation because I'm not at all, like not even in the slightest way do i feel like rushed or like overwhelmed or inundated with too much stuff Mm -hmm. but then beyond that lexi and i have been talking about how like as like business things pick up and like we get busier with business ideas and ventures 
it feels like a lot, but like, it's because we've been removed. Like there was a point in time where we were like, um, like we were out of the house at a workplace doing work for some other human for 40 plus hours a week. And that was like just life. Mm -hmm. And we've gotten (laughs) like, especially Lexi and I, who have like totally dropped out of the workforce and like hang out and channel all day. Like, so like any amount of activities, like, Oh my God, this is so much to do today. I have to like leave the house. I can't lay on the grass in the backyard for four hours. I can only lay on the grass in the backyard for three hours. Like, Oh, how do people live this way? And so, which like, obviously there's a balance to be found there, but it's just fascinating to start to like to compare those like times in my life I guess like a year and a half ago how I was functioning yeah compared to now and then also like you said like with the tools like now that I have the tools it's like whoa this week got really busy but it's not it's like I also wanted all of these things to happen and I'm excited for them so instead of making it into something that I'm stressed out about and is overwhelming and terrible, I can still be excited about it. I'm just busy and excited. But like, like I said, there's so much education that has to be done before you can get to that. That per- Like, it's not as easy as just like, think positive and focus on the positive emotions. And- no. There's a Don't lot of hard stress. It's constant. Yeah. Cause there's a whole shit ton of other stuff you have to figure out before you can get to that place. And also who has the space for that when they're in a state of fight or flight for 40 plus hours a week, at least. And that's if you're like one of those humans who can like walk out the door and be done with shit. Like James, I used to, my ex-husband, man, I would like, it would be like incredible to me. He could just like walk out the door of like, we'd be working at the same school together and I'd be like leaving there, like just like rehashing my entire day and reliving every moment. And he'd be like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you don't remember, we just, we just walked out the door. That's what we just did in there together. And he's like, I don't give a shit. It's over, it's done with. Like, so it wasn't, it wasn't 40 hours a week for me. It was 24 hours a day. Cause I was going to bed thinking about the shit that happened at work or on the phone with my mom telling my mom while she told me about what happened in her work day so that you can continually keep yourself. Right. I have to like consciously pull myself out of that. It's mm-hmm. like when I come home, like I don't, <laughs> well, I'm just wasting my time sitting here. Yeah. Bitching about something or worrying about something that like, it's not going to change it anyway. You're just wasting your time and your energy. So why don't you just, you're better off just sitting on the couch watching Netflix at this point, you know, like at least then you're relaxed and you're calm. <laughs> yeah. <and> you're comfortable. <laughs> I think, um, that a part of that has some tinge of, cause I felt, I feel like in previous jobs that I've had that, I was constantly thinking about work as well. And I felt, at least for me, that it was because I associated unconsciously work was my identity. That was a part of the only thing that I had that I felt was common to everybody else. Like that was the common point. That's the only thing you can talk about is work. 
what else are you going to talk about? <laughs> what else are you going to think about? Right. That's true. <laughs> and, like when you, and when, like when you meet people, like as, as adults, people exactly. are like, like, what's the first thing that like most people ask? Like, what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. what do you mean? What do I do? Like, not like, who are you? What do you enjoy doing with your time? Like, what do you do? What is your work? Like, and like, and no wonder that's why we identify so hard with that particular mm -hmm. part yeah. of us. And it's so all consuming that you spend more of your time in your workplace than you do with your own family. Mm -hmm. So like, it has to be part of like, you know what I mean? Like, where do you find friends? Like, how would you have time to like work true. In, in the structure, the way that it's set up and also like live a life that you want to live? You know what I mean? Like, that's really hard to do, especially like if you have kids, like there's no way. Oh, people do it. <laughs> I don't. I, I have thought about it multiple times this week. Like, I don't know how we did it. Like, I know that we did it, but I just, like, it sounds so unpleasant to me now that I, like, I can't fathom that. And then it makes me want to, like, go outside and tell everyone in our neighborhood what I know. Stop working. <laughs> Where are you going? Guys. That's more important. <laughs> guys come back <laughs> come back i mean and we had an advantage because we even got out like we were done out working at like 3 30 in the afternoon versus like a lot of people who work till like 5 5 30 like that's yeah. corporate right or yeah or that and then again why that's another layer Shoot. 